Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Happy New Year to everyone listening to this. Uh, I hope your year has got off to a good start. This year on uh, the podcast, I'm going to be taking the world of Giant's Reach through an industrial revolution of sorts. I've got some ideas about where I'd like to take it and some inspirations to draw on, but I think it's time to drag uh, the world I'm writing in out of that sort of middle fantasy time and into something a little more modern. Um, So the podcasts you'll be hearing over the coming weeks will hopefully form part of that evolution. I did a little bit of research on the word train in advance of this episode, and it turns out it's really old. Uh, it comes from the French uh, to drag, and um, it's been used to describe lines of people and um, a peacock's tail and all sorts of things through history before it came to have the modern meaning that we know now. I really love that sort of thing, getting geeky about uh, a word, um, and... Uh, Yeah, this story is um, about a train, Uh, so please enjoy. Train Gang Todger swept a hand over his brow, leaving a cleanish furrow through the rock dust and grime. He took a moment to exaggerate the movement, leaning his sledgehammer against his leg and stretching his back until it clicked. It didn't really relieve the backache, deep set now, but it was a moment when he wasn't breaking rock. Thomas Ditchwell, back to work, snapped the overseer. Todger looked up guiltily. The woman was staring at him from the far end of the work gang, one hand on the little billy club she carried at her waist. He waved a limp hand at her and picked the hammer back up. Balancing it on his shoulder for a moment, he swung it as high as possible and let gravity do the work. The morning became its usual blur as the line of workers, twelve of them in total, crept slowly further and further down the canyon. Behind them, another line, some old enough to be in their dotage, were clearing the debris off to the side. Everyone wore the same look under the dust. Resignation. Far back, maybe a ten-minute walk if he weren't exhausted, Todger could see the beaver from the Guild of Engineers laying the rails. Even as he watched, the uplift expertly flipped one of the long pieces of steel up as if it were light as a feather. He ran a paw along its length, nodded with satisfaction, then gently laid it in the waiting groove on the ground. It clicked into place, and two human engineers attached locking pins. The line of rails stretched off into the heat shimmer of the desert, off beyond sight to the mysterious warehouse at the other end. Ditchwell, last warning. Todger hunched his shoulders as the overseer began to stalk towards him. Sorry, sorry, he muttered, picking the hammer up and swinging it with renewed vigour. Just got distracted. You want your coppers this evening, Ditchwell. You'll make sure you don't get distracted again, she growled. He kept his eyes down until he heard her grunt of satisfaction and the crunch of gravel. The sun was almost directly overhead when a shout came from further up the canyon. Clear the line. Test coming through, clear the line. Wearily, Todger's line broke apart. He dragged his hammer a few metres away before letting it drop, then walked over to the canyon wall 
sinking against it gratefully. A man came to sit next to him, thin and wearing a grey shirt that was more patches than original cloth. Lewis, he said, sticking his hands into Todger's eyeline. Despite the heat, he was wearing gloves. He shook the hand. Todger, you knew at this. Couple of days, yeah, Todger said. You? Nah, been at this maybe six months now. What gave it away? Lewis grinned yellow peg teeth. Still got that stare about you, like you never seen the rails. What was it? Wife left you with a load of debt? Gambling? Lose your home? Todger shook his head. Got caught stealing. I mean, that's what they tell me. I told them I wasn't anywhere near the place, but they didn't believe me. Two weeks out here. Lewis shrugged and pulled a paper packet out of his shirt pocket. Could be worse. And you're not in chains or anything. He shook a lump of chewing tobacco out of the bag and broke it in two. Want some? Sure. He chewed for a moment, letting the bittersweet taste wash around his mouth, then gestured around at the canyon. Sure, I could run, but where would I go? Took days to get here, even in a wagon, and they've got all the food and water, and they pay us. Could be worse, like you say. I could be rotting in some dungeon. <laughs> True. The two men sat in silence, chewing for a couple of minutes. All along the rail, workers had downed tools. A couple of the youngest were playing a half-hearted game, but most were glad of the sit-down. So, what's this test? You ain't seen it. Lewis grinned and pointed back up the rails. Well-timed question, my friend. Watch just up there. Todger shaded his eyes with one hand and peered along the line. Something was emerging from the heat shimmer. Something about the size and shape of a wagon. It rolled smoothly along the rails, going perhaps as fast as a brisk walk. He frowned. What is that? The engineer folk. They're calling it a train. Like that bit on a fancy lady's dress. There's something pushing it? Nope. Lewis chuckled. Pulling it. I can't see no uplift, though. Just goes up and down, all on its own. They run tests, too, three times a week, back and forth. Todger stood up to get a better view, and Lewis shook his head. We sure do live in interesting times. Todger's reply was lost as an explosion rocked the canyon, and chaos descended. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this – 